And welcome to a new Energy Crew podcast. Uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in. If you're enjoying this, please make sure you subscribe, like, share, talk about around the water cooler. We appreciate it. And this, again, is another one of those short uh, ones that I've had conversations with colleagues, people that I've worked with, uh, people that I work uh, around. And again, these are subjects that are kind of popping up that I think can kind of help others out there. And this one that we're talking about right now is going to be called uh, the Mastering Quick Connections, the power of active listening in networking. All right. But before we begin, I want to say that the, this podcast is brought to you by Ucrew. At Ucrew, we are focused on the power of you and reducing and reframing your self-limiting beliefs, either with the IS to IM journey where we take your imposter syndrome and turn it into a strength uh, or our Elevate Coaching where we help you get unstuck in your current situations by shifting your mindset, focusing on goals and evidence-based achievement reflections that we can elevate your personal and professional circumstances. And I just got certified being a coach. I am very excited that we can now start promoting you through for this podcast. And I think it's, uh, I've really enjoyed kind of this, uh, this whole, actually this kind of um, today's uh, uh, subject actually came from a, a, a mini uh, a pseudo pop-up coaching session that I had with a buddy of mine. Uh, we were kind of talking, we were, um, we were uh, we were talking, and th- and this this whole idea kind of came up. You know, he's like he's talking. He's like, okay, look, when, I, when I'm out there, when I'm networking, um, it is number one, it's extremely uncomfortable uh, just walking a room full of strangers and kind of networking. But number two, it's extremely hard for me to connect with people. It's hard for me to find people interesting. Um, it's hard for me, and and I'm, he's like, if I can be candid with you, it's just difficult for me to connect with others um, at these networking events. And I kind of I was kind of sitting there, kind of saying, okay, so what is what's the goal at these? Is it kind of getting the, the most cards? Is it connecting? Like, what is it? And in reality, we discussed it was it wasn't the number of people that were in the room that were, that mattered to him. It was the uh, it was the quality of connections. And again, I think the quality of connections is something that I stem. You know, several of my businesses based on it's not the it's not the number. Uh, the joke is not the size of the uh, the networking event; it's the quality. Uh, size does not matter. Um, so again, how do you have quality connections at networking events? And you know, uh, to kind of going over discussing that, um, it's it's difficult. It's difficult when you enter a room. So we're going to kind of go over a couple things here that make networking easier, that make quality connections easier for you out there that may be tuning in right now. All right. So number one, let's acknowledge the fact that walking into a room full of strangers is difficult. It's it's weird to kind of go in there. It's weird to kind of put a name tag on that always falls off. Uh, it's kind of weird to kind of go up and look at somebody. I shake their hand. I think I got their name, but I always glance down. Oh, they see me glance down at their name tag. All this stuff is normal. All that is completely fine, and you're not alone experiencing this. So uh, there's going to be a couple things in here that kind of help you uh, establish quality uh, connections when you are entering a networking situation. Also, the power of active listening um, and how the quality of the, the value of a quality connection definitely outweighs the, the, the value of a thousand shallow connection. So I guess, uh, I guess let's get this started. I think the first thing I want to kind of talk about is, is kind of a little tip that I, that I call the 80-20 rule when networking. Whenever you kind of walk into a room, I've always done this. I always find whenever I'm talking work with someone, the conversation gets so stale. And this kind of was talk, I was talking to my buddy about yesterday. The conversation gets so stale. It gets so flat. And at the end of the day, it's like, cool. I'm really sick and tired of talking about work. I talk about business. I'm around business all the time. Talk about work all the time. And if it, it's, it's, it's kind of like talking about a dream. Unless I'm in it, I don't want to hear about the dream. But um, don't tell my wife that. But anyway, so 
So it's the 80-20 rule. So whenever I meet someone for about 20% of the time, I do talk about work. I do kind of talk about, you know, what you do, where do you work, you know, what do you what do you enjoy about and all that stuff? And then the, the, the 80, 80% of the time, I talk about the personal side of things. And this way, it kind of establishes more of a bond. It establishes more of an opportunity to kind of get them know, to get them know good English. No, it kind of gives me an opportunity to know them on a, on a personal level, to kind of understand. Because you can pull out certain things on a conversation about something, whether it's family, whether it's sports, interests. NASCAR, cooking, barbecue, and p- homemade pizza, whatever it is, you can find that common bond pulled out of people from these uh, uh, these conversations where you do talk about the personal side of things. All right. So, um, so let's uh, getting into this, uh, the, the whole aspect when you are talking to people. Um, and the whole point of this podcast is active listening, active listening. And again, I was trying to kind of get into what active listening is, and it really is kind of pretty basic. Active listening is active listening. It's showing up, listening, paying attention to and responding. I think I tried to find where it is. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, active listening is listening, listening actively. This is the uh, definition is listening actively, remembering what someone is saying and being engaging or engaged in the conversation. Okay. So let's talk about that. So I'm sure everyone out there knows what it's like to be in the conversation with someone where someone isn't fully engaged. I've been guilty of this, and I'm sure you have been too, is when you take out your phone and you're holding your phone in your hand or you're checking your phone or, or your phone is somewhere around you or someone else has their phone. You, so we can all understand what it's like to not fully be engaged in the conversation or not have someone fully engaged uh, with us in the conversation, how that feels. So to, 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 to start off with, um, I guess the, the benefit, I mean, I, I, I kind of put this down. I want to talk about active listening, the benefits, but I don't know if we need to get in that much. Look, the benefits of active listening, but what does it does? It, it allows you to better, better understand, um, you, who you're talking to's needs, where they're from, kind of their background a little bit. Um, it gives you a, a greater chance of finding that common ground, finding uh, that interest. I remember it's, whether it's a, um, I remember I, I was it was in, I was going through a, a pretty rough patch in, in, in my life um, several years ago, and I was being vulnerable. And I think being vulnerable, and actually I wasn't even talking work at all. I was going through a very personal uh, experience at the time, and I was talking about that. I was being vulnerable. I wasn't talking about the twenty percent of work. I was talking the eighty percent uh, personal side of things. And there were so many people that have experienced not only what I went through or knew someone knew someone that was going through what I was going through. It created so, so many wonderful bonds and uh, relationships from being vulnerable, from having those active listening conversations uh, with people. Um, and again, this also helps, uh, again, another point here to build your reputation, I guess, for being a good listener, which isn't a bad thing uh, in the, in this, in this day and age. All right. So let's kind of get into active listening techniques and kind of, uh, uh, and, and honestly, this may help you. And then the, the whole point of this, and honestly, at the end of the conversation with my buddy, uh, we kind of were discussing what his goals were, when he was networking, how to stay con- contact, con- con- how to stay connected with in the in the uh, in the conversation, and honestly, just kind of how to be how to be connected with people. And we discovered that the the concept of active listening should probably be uh, explored a little bit more. And let's kind of get into kind of the active listening techniques and how to establish the, the, the connection with someone uh, who you may be in a, in a room with. All right. So again, we talked about this. Give your full attention. Put your phone away. 
Um, if someone's talking to you, dial in on that person. Pay, make it your job to stay focused in that art, in that in that conversation. Uh, it's real easy to kind of, especially in a room with a lot of different background noises and surrounding noise, kind of peel up and kind of look around and not be dialed in. But give undivided attention. Put your phone away. Put your, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Actually, my phone stays on Do Not Disturb throughout the day. That way I'm not checking it. That way I'm not on my phone or pulling it out as an excuse to kind of be, uh, to pull myself away from the present moment. All right. Um, uh, Nonverbal cues. Using body language like nodding, saying mm-hmm, and not having your arms crossed. I always try to mirror uh, the body language. Actually, I even try to open up the body language when I'm talking to someone. So if I'm engaged in a conversation with someone and I notice that I kind of put my arms across my chest, um, I notice that they start kind of doing that too. And what that does, that kind of closes me off. So whenever I'm in a conversation with someone, my nonverbal cues is I always try to open up, you know, put a hand in my pocket, kind of have a, a hand talking. So my nonverbal cues is very engaged, very I'm, I'm into kind of I'm digging what you're saying. Let's talk about this more. Um, reflective responses. That's rephrasing or summarizing or saying or kind of repeating the last three words when someone says uh, to show that you to prove that you've been listening. Um, yeah. Asking again, um, asking open ended questions. It's kind of like whenever you want information from your child or whenever you want some information from somebody it, Asking yes or no questions um, always stops the conversation. It stops the potential of growth uh, to dive into uh, more of the, the flavors of the conversation. So, you know, just like when I ask my daughter, you know, how was school? Good, bad. Uh, did you do this? Yes, no. Um, so asking, you know, what, where, how, more open-ended questions so people can kind of uh, divulge and kind of uh, explore a little bit more on kind of what drives them, what motivates them. And that also gives you an opportunity to learn more about someone, which I think learning more about people is a very fascinating subject that we don't do a lot of. All right. Avoiding interruptions. Now, this is something that my wife could, that, that my wife would say that I could probably use a lot of help with this. Um, I'm very uncomfortable with like personal, not personal, with, 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 with silences and conversations. I don't know why. I don't know if it's being a podcast or I don't know what it is, but whenever, like a, whenever there's a pause in conversation, I always, I always interrupt. I always have to feel that space uh, with me talking or with my words or something like that. And um, a lot of times that's kind of interrupting because people aren't finished what they're processing or what they're thinking about. And I have found that whether it's uh, at one of the crew club events that we have, crew club events we have, or whether it's an exec crew, uh, a meetup that we have, is that whenever I refrain from filling that void space in or chiming in when I don't have to chime into, whenever I refrain from that and allow space to kind of, for the conversation to start building up and flowing when I'm not talking, that really is where the, the, the magic happens. That's when you start uncovering more about people, learning more about people, what drives people, what kind of brings people together. Um, what makes people tick. So I think it's a very, like I've learned, I've started practicing keeping my mouth shut, which is not an easy thing for me to do. And it's paid off. So again, when you're engaged in conversation with someone, don't think about the next thing you're going to say. Just listen, just be engaged at that moment. All right. Uh, showing empathy. Again, I, I just talked about this in a, in a previous podcast I had when, when I was discussing kind of business development and uh, getting away from the low cost of sales. Empathy is, uh, is, is understanding is, is what, what, you know, what, what shoes your per, the uh, what, what am I trying to say? 
the walk in, walk in the shoes, the person you're, you're, you're talking to, understanding where they're coming from. If someone's frustrated with work because of an annoying boss. Have you ever had that experience? Or is, is anyone frustrated with that they just feel like there's something more? Have you ever had that experience? So create these bonds of, of showing um, uh, empathy, of walking in these people's shoes. All right. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's kind of the, the process of active listening um, and all that. And honestly, this can be tied into, so when you are at these networking events, when you are in these huge crowded rooms full of people, um, try these certain things to stay active. And honestly, even, even if you walk in to it, so what I, so what, what I do when I walk into a room and um, it's, uh, it's, First, I'm, I'm going to go over kind of uh, the active listening part, but also kind of the icebreakers that I find that's kind of beneficial to me when I walk in. I don't know a single soul in the room. All right. So usually, you know, when I'm in these conversations with, some, with someone and it kind of gets, you know, we do the 20 percent, it kind of gets kind of stale. And then it kind of the, the conversation kind of starts fading, kind of starts dying off. The quick shift to get to the, eight, the other 80 percent is just think about topics that are kind of going on in the world today. Now, I would stay away from the obviously the, 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 the touchy subjects, but. What news is going on? What I remember when the Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, divorce is going on. That's the one thing I would bring up, and you would know if people were into it or not because they would. That would change the dynamic of the conversation. That would change the energy and the flow of the conversation. So I always try. I mean, everyone can remember Tiger King. Everyone can remember Amber, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. Anyone can remember anything, whether whether it's a a new TV series that's coming out, a new show, a new grill, or whatever it is. Find common ground to bond on. Find common ground where even if you don't know anything about your comfortable asking, I don't know what a, a Krager is. Can you teach me about that? Or uh, or if you have a, a favorite way to cook a steak, find those common uh, and have a couple ready before you walk in. Have a couple like, hey, look, I'm going to talk about these common safe subjects where people will, will input their experience or their expertise on it. Um, that's always good. And then uh, again, tie this up. I think a quick connection uh, strategy that I use a lot is when I do walk into a room and let's say there's little circles of people that are kind of like bundled up already, or let's say there's people that are kind of on the side experiencing kind of what I'm experiencing is like, I don't know anyone in this room. I don't know how to walk up and engage and kind of enter in a conversation. So honestly, I will go up and literally just call, call a spade a spade. Hey, I don't know anyone here. Or, Hey, look, I'm kind of waiting for some people to show up. You mind if we kind of have a conversation until then, or Hey, you mind if I introduce myself and we can talk to each other until we see someone that, that we both know come in? Bring up the uncomfortableness. Bring up the awkwardness of you not knowing anyone, them not knowing anyone, and just kind of start talking and create that bond that way. And I think I think if you you, know, you identify the, the elephant in the room, you identify the awkwardness of uh, these networking situations, it allows for both y'all to be human and it allows for both y'all to kind of have that common bond together. So again, um, if you are having difficult times being interested or connecting with people at these networking events, remember everyone's probably uncomfortable too. try the 20, 80 rule. All right. 20% work, 80% talk about other stuff, engage in active listening. Um, try to find out more details, what the person that you're talking to is interested in. And, uh, the last thing I do is just kind of call a spade a spade, bring up the awkwardness of the situation. Talk about how, Hey, look, I don't know anyone here. You don't know anyone here. Let's kind of let's now we both know someone. So, again, that's all I have right now uh, for uh, for Energy Crew. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, please make sure you like, subscribe, share, talk about it, tag uh, and all that fun stuff. I'm, I'm enjoying doing these uh, these short little clips. And if you enjoyed it, uh, check out the previous ones and we'll talk to you soon uh, on Energy.